Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom, through safer and stronger movement patterns. So together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is about posture. Posture, I talk about it all the time. This is the energetics of posture. How we stand, what does it convey? Energy in posture is huge, we know that. Imagine walking in a room and seeing someone. You immediately have a feeling about that person, even before knowing them. Not about what they look like, what they're wearing, but a lot of it is the energy they're holding in their posture. If they're slouched or slumped, there are some subconscious messages that we receive from that. It's not a judgment as much as it's an energetic exchange. And there are, there are assumptions that we kind of make when we see somebody who's slouched over. A, it doesn't look like they're comfortable. It looks like they're holding something in or hiding or not being giving, not being heart opened. Um, it's closed. It's a very closed down position. And so a lot of that can be a registered at, from an energetic level, like what we're perceiving, what the vibration we're getting. And we're not even necessarily intellectually understanding that or identifying it, but we are feeling it for sure. There is an energy to that posture. Another example is someone who is tilted in the um, anterior tilt. So that's where the pelvis is tipped forward. And there is this kind of, a lot obviously from a functional standpoint, it looks like they might be tight in the hips or really sticking their tail out. But energetically, there's, there's things that are held in that posture. It's a very fight or flight position. It's charged up with the, the iliopsoas, more contracted. And the iliopsoas is this, amazing postural muscle. It's the most 
important postural muscle that goes from the front of the body to the back of the body. And when it's shortened, it can pull on the pelvis and tip it. And that shortened position uh, makes the psoas feel like it's kind of chronically engaged, even though it's not necessarily strong. But that chronic activation can get you in a fight or flight mode because that muscle goes through the gut viscera where there are neurons like we have in our brain. They're neurons in your, it's called your gut brain. So when you have that gut feeling that something's right or wrong, you really are listening to that area of the brain that's in your gut. And so these neurons that are in the gut also share connections to the iliopsoas. So the iliopsoas, of course, is this postural muscle that gets us up off the floor. It's a fight or flight muscle, an important one to have. But if we're constantly in this fight or flight mode, that's your, you're just staying in sympathetic nervous system response. And that's very stressful, right? Your cortisol levels are going to be higher. And so there is in the posture, when you're like that, there is a feeling that you're not present. You're not, you're not standing in this present moment, but you're kind of tipped forward and ready to flee. So these are the energetics. You know, these are just ideas they're not necessarily, some of them are more researched for sure, but there is, they are, there's science behind it, but there's also the energetics of science behind it. So how do we find a posture that feels balanced, that feels optimal? There's not a perfect posture, but the optimal balance where we are feeling upright and aligned, open and strong, receiving and giving, and grounded, but also um, ready for anything that comes our way. Not like we're fleeing, but just there's an adaptability to it. So how do we find that energetic posture? Well, I've spoken about the three S's on other podcasts. The three S's are the areas in the body that we can use as landmark to help us find our upright position. The spine, think of the spine as like the rod that all the draperies are going to hang from. And so uh, there's a lot of things that attach to the spine, including the rib cage, including the skull on top and the pelvis on bottom. And so the spine is really, really important to focus on when we look at alignment. And when we look at the three S's, which are the skull, the back of the skull, the back of the scapula, that's the second one, the scapula are your shoulder blades, and then the back of the sacrum, which is the very bottom of the spinal column. And we try and align those three then we can find that more upright spine. An upright spine is a balanced spine. It has its natural curves in it. It's not um, just a straight vertical line, but the curves actually allow us to be more balanced. So go against a wall and find that the three S's line up, back of the skull, back of the scapula, and back of the sacrum. If And you can do this on the floor as well. It's just that you're not weight-bearing through the feet, but you're getting the same kind of brain mapping response and idea and feedback. And then notice what area is not making up. It's, it's just not connecting to the wall or the floor. You're not connecting to it. You're not feeling that press against the wall or the floor. If it's not feeling natural to get it there, not touching it, it's not just touching it, but it's really like, you know, landing there. Um, if it feels like it's pulling away, that's an area that might be uh, restricted. So for example, if you are someone and you're slumped, 
it's going to be really challenging to get your head back because your head has been used. If you slouch your shoulders forward, your head will follow. So everything kind of moves forward, that that very chronic forward head look. When you look down at your phone all the time, that will lead to that slumped shoulder and the head being down. And when you have that slumped effect, it's a physical effect, but it does have an energetic um, effect as well. You don't feel as ready to look out and around, right? You're looking down, you're closed off. So, and then you really do start to close off some of the musculature around your neck. So if people that say, wow, it's really hard for me to get the back of the skull on the wall or on the floor, what that is telling me and telling them is that 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 back of the neck area is all those muscles and fascia are shortened because you're so used to having that forward head. So that's something you're going to have to work on because the forward head can also be seen not only as a slumpy, um, a disengaged or a closed off position, but it could also lead to that feeling of fight or flight because it kind of can pitch the pelvis when the head is um, tipped forward. So work on the head, work on the pelvis. If the sacrum is having a hard time getting to the floor or the wall, that probably means your pelvis is tipping one way or another. And that's going to have a physiological and a physical effect on you. So working the core integration around the spine, around the rib cage, um, will help you align that spine in a more optimal position. The things I do in my yoga class all feed into this. I want you to find that feeling, that energetic sense of tadasana in every pose, that grounded sense. And this will help your balance. So people will often say, can you talk about balance? Why are some days I feel like I can hold an airplane warrior three and some days I feel like I'm just going to topple over? And I would say a lot of it has to do with that the, the parameters of your posture, your energetic posture. So first really get a sense of that. Can you hold that sense of tadasana and uprightness in every pose, even if you're in a vertical pose, like, I mean, a horizontal pose, like a plank, can you refine that sense of everything supporting the spine, the pelvis and the shoulders? And then where is that neck? Where is the neck? Is it dropped forward? So that would be a forward head in a plank position. So you have to find that alignment in everything. And then the energetics of each of those postures or poses will be different you will be more integrated and more present. And that is the case, and then more balanced. So balance has other um, attributes to it, other variables that contribute to it. But the if you're not feeling balanced from one day to another or in, from, one, from one leg to another, stay in that pose more and get a sense of how can I find this upright posture in this pose, even if I'm not vertical. The other thing is when you find the energetics of your posture and the optimal posture, you're going to improve your physical balance, but it really helps you improve the balance in your daily life, the balance of your energy exchange, how much energy you're using in all the different pockets of your life. You know, you can go from work to family, to hobby, to this, to that, personal care. You can have and hold on to that energy much better if you are operating in a um, more upright, optimal posture. It's just, it, it's so clear. You really can sap and, and 
you can zap and sap and leak a lot of energy when you're when you're in one of those postures that is slumped or that's pitching at the anterior tel- pelvis and you're kind of in that fight or flight mode just just standing and not doing anything you're you're really um, leaking energy so look at yourself here are some ideas take a picture set your timer up on your phone and take a picture without judgment give yourself like 10 seconds because you got to what you have to do is set the timer get in front of it so you can get the full spectrum spin around two times and then come to a still and then the, the photo will you know will go off and you'll take the picture and then don't look at it but reset it and do the same thing where you do it from the side and the back and then look at yourself without judgment but with perception and say like what does it look like that I'm you know, don't look at the shoot, don't look at your face, your expression. Look at the energy. You'll often be surprised. I've done this with people and they're like, wow, I really slump a lot. I'm really, you know, dropped forward. They can see that there is this closed offness, this caving in when you slouch, when you, when your shoulders go forward or from the side, really pitching in the pelvis. People can see, wow, I'm really I'm not, you can see the energy of it. You're not in that present moment when you are kind of pitched forward. There is an energy to it. So learning how to look at and see energy in your own body will help you experience that in others as well. And believe it or not, you can have an effect on other people's kind of energetic field by the way you hold yourself. It's it's a it's in a way we reflect each other. Have you ever been with somebody and they say like 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 a lot like 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 they talk like this and then they like they talk like this and then four hours later you're talking to someone else and you're saying like a lot. You're like what the heck? Why I don't want to say those things, but you've just kind of taken that on. Well, we do that in ways we subconsciously we don't even realize in the way people are standing or their energy. You walk away from a situation and you can feel like that that energy wasn't great. But you can be the person who changes it and charges it up by working on your own stance and energetic posture. You can come into a situation and present it with, present yourself and in the environment, hey, I'm here. I'm solid. I'm looking out. I'm not looking down. I'm not closing off. I'm making eye contact. All these things we need to do to be better humans. So the energetics of posture is a huge thing. I talk about this a lot in my teacher training. Um, as you know, I have an up, or maybe you don't. I've been ta- I've talked about it a few times in my podcast, but we have an upcoming. I have an upcoming teacher training in August, and we spend a lot of time on on posture and how to find this energetic, balanced, present, steady posture, the Tadasana, in all of our postures and yoga, but then how we bring this into our lives to impact those around us because we do in all the ways where we don't even have to open our mouths. So I hope this landed for you. Try this exercise of taking a picture of yourself and looking at it from an energetic standpoint. Again, not judging, but just being like, where can I hold myself together more to be really present and upright and strong and open and giving and not slouched? And then work on that. Become a, becoming aware of it is the first thing. And not just saying, wow, I have really bad posture, but like, what can I do that would help that? 
And you have to do the work to help it. That's for sure. You have to do the strengthening and the realigning, but the awareness is the first step. So know that I'm pulling for you as always, sending you lots of hugs. If you have any questions, write me at Lara, L-A-R-A at movementbylara.com and subscribe to this podcast so we can keep it going. Rate and review it. Take a screenshot of your review and send it to a podcast at movementbylara.com and we will send you a link to a free class. Lots of free classes happening on my platform on the free trial and you want to check that out because all the stuff that I do on my Lit Daily, everything feeds into and improves your posture and your energy. All right, lots of love. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.